This is episode four, the club and after. Before and after the club. In the club. Like 50 Cent would say. <laughs> okay. Right. I don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> Bubbles podcast. I'm Amalia. I'm Jana. And we are about to drink something Jana just brought us. Uh, okay, so I know the last few weeks we've been doing bottles mm-hmm. of bubbles, some a little bit more expensive. Today I decided to bring in a can of rose bubbles. All These right. were $6.99 at Pick and Save. Um, it's Underwood rosé bubbles out of oregon i don't know what to expect i've never you've never had it i've never had it i see um i'm very curious union wine company made in oregon let's crack it open all right nice um so i'm gonna be drinking mine out of the can amalia is gonna drink hers out of of a glass going straight for the glass hopefully we'll have a similar experience i chose a can today because i felt like a can of bubbles is more the speed that i would be at if i was pre-gaming and going out to the club yeah which was the theme of our last episode so this is carrying us into the club this week yeah it's pretty easy to transport like yeah. a few cans over to like your girlfriend's house yeah and so it's get ready. one can is basically two glasses right it's 350 milliliters and it's 11% ABV. So, yeah, hopefully it's pretty tasty. Carbonated wine. Let's go. All right. Um, this is definitely not the worst thing I've ever yeah, drank. Not that. It's a little sweet, probably just because it's a rosé, so. I feel like I could drink it's a few a little of these fruity. before. I'd slam a can before I hopped in my Uber. <laughs> you would be burping the entire I way know. to the club. Yeah. <laughs> when we go out to the club, mm-hmm. do you prefer going easy in the pregame and driving downtown and finishing the pregame in the car? Oh, God. After we've parked and are not driving Yes. Anymore. After we parked, parked the car for the whole evening, mm-hmm. we go back and pick our car up in the morning. Yeah. Just a disclaimer. <laughs> not like we're go- driving downtown, getting sloshed and driving home. It's You drive sober, park your car, maybe shotgun a couple of white claws in the car. Yeah. And then you walk into the bar and you Uber everywhere else. Or do you prefer the hefty pregame like we kind of talked about in our last mm-hmm. episode? Yeah. And just hopping in an Uber and just paying for rides. Yeah. For the I night. think it's 
like I always want to save money. Yes. So I'm always like I would rather just drive downtown. But the more you think about it, like waking up in the morning and not needing to go get your car. <sighs> such a hassle. So nice to just have your car like safe at home. You're good to go. Unless you're traveling for the pregame. Yes, like if you drive would... to like a friend's house for the pregame. Yeah, yeah. Like before you start drinking, but then you've got to either go back to their house or you cab home and then you have to like send the SOS in the morning like I need to go get my car <sighs> or someone help me. Yeah, we've been in yeah. a lot of those situations. I think I would prefer to just take the cab out so that my car I is. I also would, or having my friend be the person who drives downtown mm-hmm. because I'm really weird about my car. Mm-hmm. I've always been like that. We're like, I don't like not knowing if it's okay. Yeah. We're like, if I park it downtown, is it going to still be there in the morning or is it going to get fucking towed? Yeah. It's like such a fear of mine. I've never had a car get towed, so I don't know why I'm so paranoid. I had a car get towed. It wasn't mine, but I was with someone and they parked somewhere uh, very stupid oh. at the end of the night. And then the car was towed in the morning and I stupidly left my bag in their car Lost my entire wallet, and I had a flight the next day. <sighs> yeah. So I had to stay late. My fears are validated just now. <laughs> um, and it was, like, at their apartment, so. It's, like, it's such, it's a debilitating fear. Mm-hmm. It's my biggest <laughs> fear in life. I'm oh, just kidding. That's just, I'm just, <laughs> I'm totally dramatic. kidding. Yes, I'm just being very dramatic. But it is a fear, like, mm-hmm. is my car going to be there? If it's a Saturday and it gets towed, you can't get it out on a Sunday. Yeah. You have to wait till Monday when business hours are open. Mm-hmm. So especially if I was here in Madison and my car got towed. Yeah, you can't get to I'd work. I'd be fucked. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, absolutely. So I definitely am a fan of just Ubering or having a friend drive. I don't like being the driver. And also bad experience because the last time I was the driver, I lost my biggest hoop earring. <laughs> Before we even made it into the club. Uh, Somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere between the front door and my driver's side door, my my earring was lost. Yeah. I can see how that would be very traumatizing. Very traumatizing. Mm -hmm. They're my favorite earrings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know my problem sounds small. (laughs) I recognize it. Yeah. So you get done with the pregame and you're with everybody. Where are you going? Ugh, it's a real toss up. Mm-hmm. I feel like the social side of me really wants to go to like a really busy atmosphere, a lot of people, like upbeat music. Mm-hmm. But then there's also part of me that like really hates every single other person that's not like my close group of friends yeah and i want to just go somewhere where it's like just us Mm -hmm. so i think it just kind of depends on what kind of a day i had like leading up to the yeah do you have the capacity to like tolerate more people right (laughs) like can i physically handle seeing a bunch of idiots (laughs) 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 or do i need to just like go somewhere chill i feel like usually though i opt for the more busy Mm -hmm. type of place yeah like a more lively crowd if it's like a weekend Mm -hmm. i think we're opposite in that i often choose the busier like dance kind of bar Mm -hmm. but that's because i feel like i need to match my friends like they all probably want to go dance and i don't want to be the downer who picks like the chill 
pool type darts throwing. Okay, so this is a game changer. If we go to a place that has bar games, like yeah. pool and darts, mm-hmm. I might change my mind because I feel like that is entertaining in itself. But if you're just going somewhere that is just kind of low-key, mm-hmm. it can be a little, I don't know, not boring, but just not the weekend vibe Yeah, you might be going for. Yeah, and maybe that's changed, too, as I've gotten older, mm-hmm. because I don't think 21-year-old Amalia would say, yeah, let's go play some pool. <laughs> let's go shoot some pool. Yeah. Maybe I would. I You and I used to. We, we used still to play, play darts. darts. And you would crush it the time that I you just got so excited. threw a triple bullseye. Yes. I will swear forever. No one believes she me. She threw it. it. Crazy town. Like, just in the middle of a game of darts, too. It's yeah. not like we had been practicing forever. No. Just randomly decided to play a game. No one believes me. I've told that story so many times. Uh-huh. No one has ever believed it. I was like, here's a picture. Like, yeah, you just put the darts in the middle. And I'm like, no, I swear to God. Yeah. I will witness that forever. Ugh. It was literally the highlight of my life. Yeah. Sorry if there's any awkward background noise, <laughs> but I got so excited just now thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help but moving around. Um, yeah, definitely as I've gotten older, a more divey or casual type spot has become a more regular, like, occurrence mm-hmm. or, like, acceptable. I'm not, like... You're not disappointed if that's where the yeah. night turns out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, or maybe that's even, like, a good stop in between. Like, if you pre-gamed too early and, like, you are ready to, like, get the night going, but it's not necessarily time to go dancing. Mm-hmm. It's, like, a good segue kind of place to just, like, let's go have one and, like, hang out a little bit. Just kind of relax for a little bit. But Drag, we're out. So it's them all not... out. Yeah, we're not just, like, stuck inside <laughs> yeah. the house, like, being boring. I feel like I'm also a fan of, like, once you're out, going to more than one place. Oh. Mm-hmm. I feel like I get bored. And especially if, like, say we're going to, like, one place and it's somewhere that we go all the time. And it's usually fun, but we go there and it's just, like, the crowd's kind of, like, weird that night. Mm -hmm. Or, like, maybe the DJ's different and just, like, not, I don't know, not my favorite. Wrong live band. You just got to make the move. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I am a big fan of moving around. Yeah. I think when I was single, that was definitely a thing. It was, like, yeah. When we in. were both single, it would be, like, we'd walk into a Scan. place and be, like, nope. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> like, there's just not even enough people here. We'll get a drink yeah. and let's go somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you feel like where you're at depends, like, I don't know how to phrase this. Like, the style of bar that you're at dictates how long you stay. Does that make sense? Um, yeah, I get what you're asking. Like, if you're somewhere and, like, the music is popping and, like, you're dancing, do you feel like you stay a long time? I think in recent years, we've waited so long to go out <laughs> that basically we get out and it's like, you've just got to commit to this place until bar time because it's going to take too long to get to the next place. And by then it's else. either another line to get <sighs> in or... Like, I'm going out after a shift at the restaurant, and so I've only got an hour or two to go. Um, so I feel like I don't have as much time to, like, 
bounce around and like spend 30 minutes here spend right. an hour there yeah i spend an hour and a half At anywhere that we go yeah yeah i feel like a couple years ago i feel like you and i would bounce around a lot more like i just remember like walking around the square in madison mm-hmm. and like hitting every single spot i mean like eh, this place is lame let's go here yeah it's not matching eh, my vibe this place is lame let's go here Okay, this is lamer than the last spot. Let's go back. Right. <laughs> yeah, as long as there's not a cover to get in. Yeah. If there's if I pay a cover, I'm not leaving. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I pay a cover, that's where I'm staying all night. Yeah, I've committed to these five dollars. I, <laughs> I paid my way through. Mm-hmm. I'm not leaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hate paying covers at the bar. Paying covers is the worst. I will turn around and pick a new place if it's got a cover. If there's a cover that's larger than $5, fuck you. Well, in the places that'll do, especially here since it's a college town, like you can go and then it's like always student night. So anybody with a student ID gets in for free, but it's like all of these graduated people still have their IDs. Show up with their student IDs and they get in and it's like, I don't have one. Sorry, also, I'm an adult. I'm almost almost 30. So I'm not going <laughs> to pretend like I just forgot my student ID. Right. I don't look. Well, 20. Well, (laughs) I can think of a few instances you got turned down for purchasing alcohol for looking under 20. So I suppose we were in a different country, though. (laughs) We just look so much different when we're not in America. (laughs) Ridiculous. Yeah. When you're out, do you are you the type of person who buys a round for the whole group Mm -hmm. and you guys just like like, take turns buying rounds or you like i'll buy my own shit you can buy your own yeah i prefer the like rounds Mm -hmm. group of friends that's the kind of person i like to be and be with but i think that there are certain friends that i go out with and they don't do that and so then like you just like have to dictate your behavior based on them because otherwise it's like sure i'll buy a round and then like there's nothing in return and it's like well i just i just spent forty five dollars yeah on a round yeah which is fine like it's not a big deal if like everybody else buys a round i'm indifferent because i feel like if there's more than like four people in my group i'm not trying to buy rounds Mm -hmm. because there's always a couple of people in the group when it's bigger than that that are like i'm not buying a round for everyone yeah and then you end up spending more money because you're buying drinks for people who won't return the favor but if it's like you and me and, like, maybe two other people. Yeah. I don't care because usually it's just a reciprocated thing. Well, like, so I'm going to go get shots and a drink. Do you want something? Mm-hmm. It's so much faster if one person goes up and orders for yes. everyone. And as a bartender, I want you to tell me a list of things you need. Instead I don't of seven do different tabs. So many transactions. Yeah. yeah. Right. Absolutely. As a bartender, like. Especially if you're, like, not just keeping an open tab and you're closing out every mm-hmm. single time. Yeah. Which I tend to do because I feel like I spend less money if my tab's not open. Mm-hmm. So that way, if I'm buying rounds, at least I'm closing out a tab that's like thirty plus dollars every time. Yeah, that's think, like worth it for the bartender to like run a card because mm-hmm. you're gonna tip more than twenty percent each time. Obviously, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, I think you have to be with the right group of people yep. to buy around for everybody. Because there are certain people who will definitely take advantage of that. And I think culturally, too, 
it's different. Like when we were in London, our friends were always just buying rounds. Just there, so many rounds. There's never anybody who was just like, I'm getting one for myself. No. Yeah. It was like we wouldn't even be done with our drinks and they'd come back with mm-hmm. another round. a full another round. Yeah. And you're like, oh, all right. Yeah. I feel like my family did it that way. So it's just kind of like the way that I yeah. thought I was think normal so too. growing up. I feel like my dad, if we were ever mm-hmm. out um, at like a party type event, my mm-hmm. dad would just like go to the bar and grab drinks for everyone even like when we were kids and it wouldn't mm-hmm. be alcoholic it would just be yeah. like sodas or something but even like you observed it like he would go right like, like the adults in my life would go up the to the bar and grab like six beers versus mm-hmm. they'd come back with like a tray of beer mm-hmm. versus just their own yeah drinks so i definitely feel like that's the way i prefer to drink what about like people buying you drinks as like a pickup I, technique okay or like bu- buying people drinks like i'm not like just gonna say that you can only be picked up about this okay let's hear them so i will never say no to a drink that is bought for me mm-hmm. of course i follow the simple rules of like i want to see the bartender like pour it for me not like some rando walks up and like hands me a beverage because to me, that's kind of sketchy. It's extremely sketchy. Um, right. So I will never accept a drink unless it's literally poured in front of me and, like, handed to me by a staff member. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't like what comes, like, the expectations that come with a man buying a woman a drink. Yeah. And I feel like I um, always meet those expectations. You do. Yeah. And it's problematic. In my opinion, because to me, because you buy me a drink, I'm not obligated to talk to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not obligated to do anything but say thank you. Um, I feel like you buying a drink is something like you're shooting your shot. You're not necessarily going to like score, though. Like, yeah, I I'm a grown ass adult woman. I have my own job. I have a career I make my own money. I don't need you to buy me mm-hmm. a $7 drink. I can afford it myself. So you doing that is your prerogative. You're trying to make something happen. And if it doesn't happen, that sucks. But it's not my fault. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of times men who buy drinks for women feel like there is certain things that they are like expecting to happen because they purchase a drink for Mm -hmm. someone like no one owes you shit yeah like you're just being nice at this point and all i need to do is say thank you in return do i usually have some casual conversation sure but like i don't owe you anything so the next 30 minutes of my time are not purchased by you right like because you bought a seven dollar drink like sorry Mm -hmm. my hourly rate is a lot higher than seven (laughs) dollars like if you want to spend an hour of time talking to me buy me a 30 dollar bottle of something i don't know yeah or actually be captivating and interesting right like and not just somebody who thinks that you can purchase my affection right Mm -hmm. so I'm a little indifferent. Like, yeah, I will never say no to a free drink, obviously. Right. But like, do you ever use that as like, not now, of course, because you are <laughs> happily in a relationship. Um, but, but like before, like, um, 
when we rekindled our friendship when we were single or back when we were 21 like was that ever your strategy to like try to talk to someone new I mean sure but I feel like you can tell within the first couple of minutes of interaction if you're gonna have anything in common Mm -hmm. or like worth talking and I feel Mm -hmm. like a lot of times like the people who are like buying you drinks like they're just not that captivating yeah like because that's their way to that's do like it. the only way that they have the balls to come and say mm-hmm. hi or like i don't know i'm not trying to like shit on people who are maybe shy and like that's a way that they can kind yeah. of like shoot their shot but i don't know you have to follow it up with something that's like enough to i don't know does that make sense yeah there needs to be something more like substantive i feel like when people it. buy you drinks, it's a different story. <laughs> it's not like I'm going home with that person. No, but I feel like you feel obligated to, like, spend time talking to this person. Yeah, because I don't want to be rude. And <laughs> you're right. That probably is very problematic because they right. did just purchase my time. Yes. And who do they think they are? Right. My time is far more valuable. Exactly. Yeah, You're I'm, not I'm... working for $7 an hour. So why does why does some man think mm-hmm. that he can buy you a drink and take up all of your time in the night? Yeah, especially when I'm out there to just like have spend fun time with, with your friends. friends. Yeah. Right. Like yeah, it's very right. like problematic oh, thinking. It's so hard as just to like say thanks bye. I Maybe I should just say no thank you to the beverage. I think in your case, saying mm-hmm. no thank you to the beverage would almost be easier. Yeah. Because I can thank you, bye. think of mm-hmm. multiple times where someone has bought you and I drinks at a bar because they were talking to you mm-hmm. and I was like, we were out together. So they like bought you and your friend a drink. And then it's like you felt so obligated to just like maintain a conversation with them. To be, like, nice and be, like, thankful for that, like, mm-hmm. them buying us a drink. And I would have to be the bad guy to step in and be like, okay, we're leaving now. <laughs> like, okay, we're, we're out of here. Thank you so yeah. much. And you just, you would feel bad. Yeah. But, like, you have no reason to feel bad. And I feel like that's a pattern that, like, women slip into when mm-hmm. they're out. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. We're empowered adult women who have our own careers and make our own money. We don't need a man to be buying us anything. Bottom line. Plain and simple. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely converted me. Like, that rant was... It was well thought out. I've been thinking about it for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very fair point. I'm glad that I don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. Mostly don't go out. It's really easy, like, when we go out, to be like, no, thank you. Yeah. Because I don't... Right. I don't need to, like, welcome any advances from someone mm-hmm. that I don't know. Not like, before now. <laughs> I can think of, like, when I was much younger, having, like, lower self-esteem and, like, mm-hmm. the game was, like, how long until somebody buys me a drink? Yeah. Like, I kind of going out that. with that intention of, like, mm-hmm. all right, I'm here to, like, make them work for it. I'm here to find someone. Yeah. Like, yeah. Power to me, because... I can do whatever I want to, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I was, like, waiting for someone to, like, sort of validate me in that way. Right. I feel like that's really relatable, though, because I feel like that's a really relatable thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like a lot of, like, women feel that way, 
where they look to men mm-hmm. or like other people in general um for validation yeah. when they're out and like that might come in the form of like having drinks bought for them yeah i mean it doesn't make you like a weaker person it just just i feel like a human characteristic you like people are just trying to be validated by others yeah i think that's pretty basic yeah do you ever feel like when you're out and people i don't know maybe maybe they buy you drinks maybe not and you're just mingling Mm -hmm. do you ever feel like you make new friends when you're out and they're just like random people but you'll never be friends with them ever again you're just like friends at the bar no because i'm weird (laughs) (laughs) i think that the friends we made in london were an exception Mm -hmm. um most of the time no not really like not unless they're regulars at the bar that i bartend at i feel like i make random friends out at bars a lot Mm -hmm. like there was a girl that i met out here in madison one time like i don't know two years ago and we like exchanged snapchat info and we're still friends on snapchat yeah (laughs) like we don't talk but like i just like feel like i make these random friends there's definitely they're usually girls though yeah it's usually like the drunken bathroom conversations with other girls where you're like and then the friendship like maintains once you leave the bathroom yeah and then you're like on the dance floor like I know you. Yeah. We just we just talked about how you broke up with your boyfriend in the bathroom. Yeah. We're best friends. <laughs> Let's do shots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see how you might not become friends with a ton of people out. Yeah. I feel like when we go out, you like to stick with your core group. Yeah. Which isn't bad. I feel like that's smart. I'm the opposite. I feel like where I just kind of like wander. I talk to literally every single person. <laughs> yeah, because I can't just start a conversation with anybody. And if you, like, pick a new group, then I need to pick someone else in that group to talk to as well. Right. Like, you can't just, like, piggyback on, like, just my conversation. just behind you yeah, yeah, yeah. very creepily. Right. <laughs> I feel like that's where – that's, like, one of the characteristics I think you and I are different with. Mm-hmm. We're, like, I'll talk to anyone about anything at any time. Yeah. No matter the situation. Yeah. And I feel like you need more of, like, a like a connection almost to, like, mm-hmm. or, like, find some commonality before. Yeah. I need to find, like, a need to talk to that person. Right. It's not just, like, because you're the person next like, to me. I'm just, like, the annoying social butterfly who's, like, yeah. hey, how are you? Hey, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Like, side to side. I think sometimes I can talk to people, but that's more, like, when like you're single and going out mm-hmm. to the bar and like trying to talk to guys like, or like dudes up. you're like going with your friends who are single and you're trying to like wing women <laughs> sort of like thing I'm like the best that's woman. almost easier when there's no pressure and right you're, like i'll talk to his friend i think that what that's what makes mm-hmm. wing womaning the easiest job because <laughs> there's no pressure on you like if if this person doesn't like me it doesn't really matter because yeah. i'm not looking for anything whereas <laughs> right. like my for my single ass friend over here <laughs> she's just trying to like hook up with your bud yeah <laughs> like it's all i need <laughs> and then i never have to speak to you again yeah. once she's in i'm out and that's it <laughs> that's all we have to say about prowling that's all we have to say about that <laughs> 
Do you think that um, being sober at the bar is completely different than, I don't know, I guess in, like, the socializing aspect than when you're a little drunk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. Because we've both been one to do a sober month here or there, like, mm-hmm. yeah, different dieting things where... Yeah. Or just, like, drink. a challenge to, like, take time off of drinking. Right. Give um, your liver a break. <laughs> for many reasons. Yeah. Um, save money, too. Um, I think, yeah, not drinking at the bar is a vastly different experience because you notice, especially if you're... Not, like, going to the dive bar or, like, the sports bar. Like, but, like, more of the clubby type scene. Yeah, the mm-hmm. ones where you're dancing and you know everyone is there to just pick someone else up. Mm-hmm. You see the creepiest things that you would never yes. notice when you were intoxicated. I was The so most predatory type of mm-hmm. behavior. Yeah, I was sober once and we were all out um, and we were, like, dancing and having such a great time, like... Even I was, like, not being weird, even though I was sober at the bar. And I noticed this dude, like, lean down and sniff the top of my head. Like, I could hear him within the club and, like, all the music is playing and whatever. We're all dancing. We're right by the DJ. I can hear him sniffing my head. And I was like, what are you doing? This is the most alarming thing. It was so creepy. And it made me never want to be drunk and go to that bar again. Because, obviously, you never notice that kind of stuff. No. Or there's, like... Oh, I, I just think of too many stories where it's like some guy was like, I know you. And I was like, no, you don't know me. But I feel like drunk me would be like, oh, been... my God, where? Like, yeah, where I, from? I probably know you. And yeah. he like grabbed my arm, which very aggressive <laughs> things to do. Never grab me anywhere. <laughs> yeah. So I think going out sober has an eye opening experience, but it kind of like mm-hmm. fades away the second you start drinking and you're having a good time because you yeah. can almost like tune out any kind of like let go of any of the negative stimuli yeah Yeah. you're just like oh that was weird moving on yeah it shuts down your like alarm reactions i also think for me going out sober i don't not like being out sober i think it gets frustrating towards the end of the night when you're sober and your friends are all intoxicated (laughs) and you are trying to like corral everyone and it's time to go (laughs) right get everyone in the cab make sure everyone is safe and like get everyone to like one place at the same time Mm -hmm. i feel like that's the most it's like frustrating yeah um because like i can think of a couple times just like with it where it was like two or three of us and it's like okay i got one person in the car but like now i have to go find this person and like make sure that the cab doesn't leave and like it's just, it's annoying. I'm just not that patient of a person. Yeah, I mostly during sober months wouldn't go out. Yeah. I think largely for that reason. Yeah. That's not Just fun. getting frustrated with your friends. I'm usually the one who you're being frustrated at, <laughs> I can imagine. Sometimes. <laughs> There's been an occasion or two. <laughs> <laughs> or I won't get in the car. Yep. Weird. That was, I mean, I'm exactly what you were thinking of. i was literally just thinking about that but i wasn't gonna at you yeah that's fine um all been regrettable <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i definitely think that's the biggest downside for yeah. me or what about like if you go to the bar sober but you like you're not staying sober you just like missed the pregame yeah 
I always feel like I'm playing catch up. Yeah. And then I get too drunk too fast. And then I'm the one who's like overly intoxicated. Yeah. It's and it's the one that won't get in the gap. <laughs> yeah. That used to happen to me a lot, like going out to the bar after a shift mm-hmm. at the bar because I get off at like 10, 11 yeah. or something. You go out and then it's like, okay, I need a double shot of Jameson and a double Tito's and soda. And yep. you just like rip them both like super fast. And it's like, okay, I need another one. And then it's like, okay, now I can go and like hit the dance floor and know my buzz is coming, but it's like coming in way too hard. <laughs> You're like, right, it's not just a buzz. It's like, oh, you're hammered. Yeah. <laughs> here <Oops>. it is. <laughs> now my friends are here to take care of me. Right. Now my friends have to babysit me. Yeah. 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 So, like, after the club, the A bar. <laughs> Speaking of getting a cab. Yeah. So once you finally corral your friends, <laughs> get them all into the, into the cab, where are you going? Mostly home, unless I'm with a group of people that are more, like, the let's keep partying type. Mm -hmm. I can mostly get down with whatever the group is doing. If they want to keep partying, like, I will almost always be like, yes, let's keep going. Yeah. I'm, like, never the let's turn down. I'm trying to go to bed. Ready for bed. Yeah, I... Always stay out till bar close. I... I'll always like, yeah, let's go home and have another one. Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of similar where like I read the room. Where like if mm-hmm. everyone else is like, let's go. You know, my last drink at the bar will be like <laughs> a snorkel. Yeah. Or something. Which is a Red Bull with a shot of vodka inside of it that you shotgun. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know. Um, yeah, I don't think that's a like worldwide thing. I don't think it's. I think it's literally, like, a Madison thing. Because oh. I've said a snorkel in Milwaukee to people, and they're like, what the fuck is a snorkel? I think it's called something else in other cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, gotta be. Know. There's no way it's, like, we invented this. <laughs> There's we no way. We invented this. <laughs> no biggie. Um, but, like, I don't know. There's, like, sometimes where, like, I just can't continue going. Mm-hmm. And I just need to, like, go home. Like, maybe we have a couple more drinks yeah. at home, but, like, I just can't keep the party going. Yeah. I'm a big fan of just, like, going home and, like, binge eating. <laughs> yeah. I, if we're already home and I've reached that point and it's already late or something, it's like, I just need to go to bed. I'm done. We can continue this party at brunch. Right. But if we're already out, then yes, like, I will go somewhere else and keep partying yeah yeah but then there's the times that you leave the bar and you're like i need some jimmy john's or i need need qdoba Qdoba. i need pizza oh yeah the like buy the slice pizza place oh absolutely what's it in in milwaukee there's like euros too Mm -hmm. oakland euros is open Mm -hmm. we have ian's also Oh, okay. So There's, like, both. multiple locations. Ian's being a buy-the-slice pizza place. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Qdoba. I feel like there's a lot of different little, like, like diner-style places in Milwaukee that are open late. I never want to, like, sit down and eat my food there. Most oh, of, most of the time. It. I guess I should say never. I definitely love getting home and just, like, maxing out as much as possible can, so that I can lay one down of my, immediately. Like, favorites was, like... It was after the bar one night, and one e- we were with, like, 
one of your friends that you work with. Mm-hmm. And we went to McDonald's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, okay, first of all, it was, like, the funniest McDonald's experience. She's like, I'll take a number five. And they're like, I'm sorry, we don't have that. Okay, I'll take a number ten. I'm sorry, we don't have that. She's like, can I just get, like, a, a double cheeseburger with this? This is. I'm sorry, we don't have that. So then we just and we all just got nugs. nugs. <laughs> we got like 50 nugs for like three girls. All with like large fries. Mm-hmm. All the dipping sauces. But that's great. Like getting back home and just like feasting on mm-hmm. some shitty food that you would never eat when you're sober. Absolutely not. Like <laughs> I think that was the last time I had McDonald's. I was just and that about was to say over that. over a year ago. Mm-hmm. Like. Yeah, because I, I, I say just, to my like, partner all the time, like I cannot remember the last time I had McDonald's. Like. That must have been the only time. I, honestly, <laughs> like, in the last, like, four years, I can think of, like, three times I've had McDonald's, and it's all been when I was hammered. Yeah. In Milwaukee, a few times, I've gotten my Uber driver to, like, take me to McDonald's. That's the move. I know. Do you it, buy them something? Or you just leave a tip? I offer, and they- <laughs> Do you want anything? They've said no. Um, yeah, then I just leave a tip. Yeah. Because, like, the, I can think of, like, the very last time that it happened- he, like, turned the meter off or, like, said that he already, like, dropped me off mm-hmm. so that I wouldn't get, like, charged extra and, like, took me to McDonald's. That's very nice. I like, know. I left a fat tip So, I, like, yeah, yeah, I think I left, like, a 20% on an Uber, which yep. I don't really ever. It's, like, the only thing I don't tip on. I, like, never tip Ubers. But I still have, like, a 4.97 Uber rating, so I don't think they care. Yeah. I think that we should be tipping our cab drivers. I think it's a big part of the income that they have. Yeah, I don't know. It, like, the ride has to be, like, really good for me. Because there's sometimes where I just feel, like, really uncomfortable and I'm like, I don't really want to leave you a tip. Yeah, there is definitely a difference of, like, a good cab driver mm-hmm. and a bad one. Yeah, there's, like, somewhere <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, fuck yeah, I'll give you a tip. Like, this was a really, like, you made me feel really comfortable in your car. Like, I didn't feel... Yeah uncomfortable at all yeah even if you aren't talking to me because most of the time i don't want to be engaged most of the time there are definitely circumstances like you're in a new Mm -hmm. town or like if you're being friendly back Mm -hmm. but if i give you the like i'm fine thanks and that's like that's like a hard like please don't talk to me anymore (laughs) yeah like you're gonna leave your windows down the hallway because your car smells bye horrible (laughs) no tip yeah, yeah, so I can see get that. Get an air freshener. Also, I don't want the windows down. I'm a girl. My hair is going to get all fucked yeah. up. I don't smoke in your car immediately before picking me up. Right. <laughs> like, to, like, it's easy. Hide it. Right. Yeah, but then the way home, too, I don't... Usually, if it's a night after drinking and I called the Uber, mm-hmm. I will almost always leave a tip because I'm like, I know that we were annoying. <laughs> so annoying. Like, that's when I will tip an Uber driver because mm-hmm. I'm like... I know that I was probably annoying, and if I wasn't annoying, the people that I was with were probably annoying, and you <laughs> endured it for, like, 23 minutes. <laughs> so, like, here's $4 on my $20 trip. <laughs> like, it's the least I can do. Yeah. I'm sure that adds up, though. Yeah, for sure. If you're doing, let's say you do 15 rides a night, everyone leaves you $5. It's mm-hmm. a fair amount of money. Tip money, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What about, like, the really expensive cabs? Or, like, what do you do in the meantime when there's, like, surge pricing on Lyft? Ugh. 
and Uber and like no one has a promo and you're all just like 25 minutes from home. I feel like car when there's surge pricing, that's when you go get food go wherever get food. you're at and you sit down and you eat your food for like the 30 minutes mm-hmm. to wait out surge pricing. Yeah. And you go home at like 3.30 in the morning instead of 2.30 in the morning. I think that sometimes has led to like an A-bar situation for me where it's like someone lives nearby so you just like walk there and try to like wait, <laughs> wait it, it out. out. <laughs> still so awkward. I can remember like ending up in like a trap house. I don't, it's not a trap house. That was probably a horrible thing to say. <laughs> it's just like what my friend re- referred to it as. But it's just like, we're like, thinking we were all having a good time someone probably thought they were going to score i won't say who thought what (laughs) but then it's like all right (laughs) the caps are a decent price now it's time to go okay i can get home for 15 dollars versus 30 87 yeah that's how much it would cost you i've known people who've paid like 100 bucks to get home whoa Mm -hmm. i always thought it was bad like going downtown Milwaukee back to South Milwaukee because mm-hmm. it's like a twenty minute drive. Yeah, but I don't think I ever paid more than forty. Well, I would I would never pay that much. There was like a few times where I think it maybe I did. I can think of a couple times where it was like fifty two dollars or something mm-hmm. to get home. Yeah, well that like definitely will affect my decision to go out in the winter. It's like I don't want to wait outside wait. <laughs> for a cab. Right versus like when it's nice outside, like sure I'll sit outside for. Yeah. An hour. I don't care. Just hanging out with my friends. Or like, will you leave the bar early so you don't have to pay for yes. an expensive cab? Every time. Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather leave yeah. an hour early and not pay surge pricing. Yeah. I've got friends who leave at like 1230 from the bar. He was <laughs> like, that's just, too early. <laughs> just kind of ready for bed. <laughs> that's fair. You're ready for bed. Yeah. But like, sometimes you have to think about it. Like, we don't go out until... 11 o'clock at night right so if you leave at 12 30 like you've barely been there yep so like i cab home is so cheap but if you cabbed all the way out it's like well, well you i just already need to paid. commit <laughs> right i already paid this much yeah yeah Man, I wish what that... do you do when you go out and you're with your really good friend not either of us like another friend Uh uh-huh and let's say that person finds someone and they're like i'm hooking up with this person tonight oh yeah please leave do you leave them do you make them like share their location Mm -hmm. what's Um, the move i will (laughs) i typically will support their decision because they can make their own choices. Right. So as long as I feel like it's safe. Yeah. And I guess my judgment is probably somewhat impaired at that point. Um, but if I feel like it's a safe enough situation, it's like, yeah, they're probably going to go home with that person. And if not, they've gotten themselves home before. Yeah. Like if they change their mind about that person. Yeah. Um, I don't, maybe it's not the safest to be like, I don't think it's the same next time. But like, I feel like we've both been the mm-hmm. person to be like, I trust you. Yeah. You're fine. Yeah, like, this is your decision, and... Right, because also, like, I don't give a, a fuck if any of my friends mm-hmm. are like, I just met this person, we're gonna hook up tonight. Yeah. I don't care. Absolutely Go not. for it. Yeah. Like, that's your prerogative. I literally couldn't care less. Mm-hmm. 
But definitely from a sober safety standpoint. Yeah, reflecting back. And there has been times that, like, if you're out with a friend who is too drunk. Oh, that's the toughest. And won't come home. And they're like, I'm just, like, gonna, I'm gonna stay out. Like, I'm trying to, like, hook up or whatever. But they, like, met someone and you're like, please just come home with us now because this isn't safe this for isn't me to safe. just leave you right. in this situation. You're too impaired. Mm-hmm. That's, I feel like that's definitely a thing where it's, like, you're not in a right state of mind. So, like, how can you leave? Like, how can I let my friend leave knowing that they're, like, mm-hmm. They're not in it to make the right decisions for themselves. Yeah. You know, like, I'm all about whatever you want to do, but I don't know. There's some creepy people out there. Yeah, absolutely. Trying to take advantage of other individuals. Mm-hmm. Because it's definitely a double-edged sword. Because it's like, live your truth, but yeah, there were don't times, get like, murdered. <laughs> early in my 20s where like i would not have wanted a friend to be like you're not going there with i that feel like it'd person. make me want to do it more oh absolutely mm-hmm. like extreme if, defiance like don't if i to do. if we were out and i was single and i was like i'm going home with this person mm-hmm. and you were like no you're not sweetie i feel like fuck you yeah, bye. i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> meet me here for brunch turning my phone off yeah like turning Just my location to it, off <laughs> to make it worse right all right jonna would you rather have to buy a drink for everyone every time you wanted another one? Or would you rather wait until someone offers? Like, you can't ask. You just have to sit back and wait for another drink to be brought to you. Is it I'm waiting for a person in my group or just, like, a random person in the bar? Anyone. You're just not allowed to buy drinks ever again at the bar. You just have to wait until somebody offers you. Or I or, have to be the one to buy for everyone. Mm-hmm. Is it for everyone in the bar? Um, or I, just my group? Probably just in your group. I would probably buy my own shit and buy for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather be in, in control of my own destiny. Yeah. That's when, when you I'm just get the bar. more drunk at the pregame so that you all Yes, yeah, so I'm like, haha, I bought two drinks, everyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Needing to wait until someone I decides. I brought my flask with me. <laughs> Joke's on you. <laughs> That's it. Very yeah. good loophole. Yeah. Um, all right. I have a would you rather. I don't know how good it is, but. Give it a go. Yeah, we'll give it a whirl. Would you rather be so drunk you puke in the uber every single time mm-hmm. or that you have to walk home every single time so every time you go out you're either so drunk that you're gonna throw up in the cab or regardless of your state of drunkenness you have to walk home it's a very expensive cab ride home so right. i will save money and choose to walk home and i am no longer going out downtown i am going out at the bar across the street from me perfect because there was definitely a super towny bar at my old house nearby there we yeah it was horrible it was the worst that's why we never went extremely towny but if it was gonna cost me 150 dollars to get home because I vomit every single every time. time. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. That's unsustainable. Yeah. I'm indifferent. Because I also 
live too far away from like mm-hmm. the city center yeah you'd have to go to the i'd have bar. to go to the tawny bar across the street which no shame it just means it's the place that has a really no good dancing, marys which are fantastic by the way yeah the place that you guys went to mm-hmm. yeah yeah i have one more it's totally unrelated oh. but i thought it was a very good all right i'm really into it i love would you rather questions yeah would you rather be in the real world walking dead or jurassic park walking dead that was a really quick answer yeah i feel like i would really thrive in a zombie apocalypse mm-hmm. scenario i feel like i have enough lack of emotion that like i wouldn't feel guilty <laughs> lopping some zombie heads off and like the total anarchy that comes with it mm-hmm. just seems like something i could deal with but i don't know that i could deal with some like giant ass dinosaurs coming after me yeah. <laughs> like i feel like that would terrify me yeah even the ones that um are herbivores i don't know that i would be like into seeing yeah i feel like you would choose the dinosaur world i absolutely would choose dinosaurs yeah <laughs> i am obsessed with zombie i don't know culture narratives i feel like it yeah, stories you could say, like, culture because yeah. like it's i feel like, like it's taken thing. on a life of its own it's in the last thing. you know decade I've consumed as much zombie stuff as i could yeah because i'm so afraid of it actually terrified your boyfriend was playing last of us and you sent me snapchats of like i'm scared to leave the couch (laughs) i can't breathe right now because we'll make too much noise yeah Yeah. um so i would definitely rather be in jurassic park yeah i (laughs) feel like i would really enjoy being in a zombie apocalypse yeah wow that's a good one, right? Yeah, that was really good. Because I'm still thinking about it. More so, like, the fun that would come with being in a zombie world. You're like, fun? Yeah. I have a full-on plan, but... What would your plan be? I can't share that now. You're like, people will know. <laughs> can't let the world know. Yeah. It's a I'm not going to tell anybody where my secret bunker is. <laughs> um... All right. I feel like that wraps up everything we have to say about the club. And after. Before, during, and after. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully it was informative. <laughs> <laughs> or entertaining. Whatever you took away. Um, as always, rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes. Um, follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Bottomless Bubbles Podcast. And check out our website, bottomlessbubblespodcast.com. You can find our email, info, more about us, links to literally everything that we have uh, on there. And then you can follow me at jjzotchek, Z-A-C-Z-E-K, on Instagram. And I can be found at Amalia Becker on Instagram for pictures of my dog, Nola. And we will see you guys next week. Cheers. Cheers.